0: Are your hosts, Blake Milton, Bradley Newberry, and from the Man Cave, it is the one, the only, Matthew Two-Tone Blue. Parker, Parker, it's chilly up in Wisconsin right now.
1: It's a little bit, baby, but it's going to heat up when the King gets rolling. Both.
0: <sighs> I don't think Green Bay's ready. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're going to talk a little bit of college football playoff rankings. We're going to get into some, uh, maybe a little spicy discussion about that. We're also going to have our NFL and our college pick six tonight. But before we get started, go ahead, down below, really helps us out, guys. Really appreciate all your support. Go ahead and click the like and subscribe button down below on YouTube. Give us a rumble and a follow on Rumble. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also download the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry,
2: yeah. tell me more. All right, we're going to start with... Uh... College top eight. We can discuss some others if you want to, but we're going to have a real big focus on the top eight here. We'll go through the top three. I don't think really there's much discussion here. That's kind of going to work itself out with the Ohio State-Michigan game later on. That's actually next week. We've got Georgia at number 1 10 and 0 Ohio State number 2 10 and 0 Michigan number 3 10 and 0 and here is where the discussion begins. Mm-hmm. What is your take on the number 4 team in the land Parker?
1: I mean they just it's right it's correctly picked in my opinion. I mean they are undefeated. They're not going to factor in the the luck ridiculousness that I'm going to put in there, but I think that one's going to work itself out this weekend so I'm not too worried about it. But I would agree. This is this is the top four. I would have if I was creating this, uh, bracket. Whatever this list, I would have I would have them as fourth. It just it is what it is.
2: TCU. Do you respect it, or do you just expect it to fall before the think, end of the year? I think
0: you have to respect any team that has an undefeated record at this point in the year. But I also think that there's a, there's a little bit of looking ahead whenever they made this list. They're looking at this and they're saying, yeah, TCU's too. But we also know, like you mentioned, there's going to be some things that are going to get worked out in the top mm-hmm. four whenever whenever Ohio State and Michigan play. It has to. Uh, now, the interesting thing that could happen, in my opinion, is what happens if Michigan beats Ohio State? Because my argument is, is if Ohio State does what I think they're going to do and absolutely trounces Michigan, Michigan's out of the top probably eight, in my opinion. Uh, th- it could get really interesting and really spicy, though, if Michigan pulls the what I would call an upset against Ohio State.
1: As Vols fans, it's the last thing we want to happen. Oh, I mean, if Michigan just beats the tar out of them, maybe, but if it's one of those close games Michigan barely wins, that is not good for the Tennessee Volunteers. We want Ohio State to roll in this game to make Michigan look silly.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, and there's a name here that you see at the bottom of the list there, right below Tennessee. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of controversy right now
0: about these LSU Tigers. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. They have the hot hand right now. Um, I, I, For whatever reason, they've become kind of the sexy pick uh, to potentially leapfrog the Vols if they go into Atlanta and win against the Georgia Bulldogs as in the SEC championship. I I don't know how I feel about that. I I, I have a hard time with a two-loss team getting in over a one-loss team. I know exactly how I feel about it, Parker.
2: You can't have an you can't have a national playoff without the SEC champion. Now, I get w- it. Whether the SEC title game is right, right? Because we've discussed this off air. We we've talked about look, maybe they would need to consider just having the best two teams in the any conference forget about east west yeah. north yeah. south just have your best two teams go and let them duke it out I, unfortunately you've got a two loss lsu team they snuck in there they're sneaking in is that, what they're doing and i'm I, not saying that they will but they could and then and they're in the playoffs in my book if they win against georgia i mean i think there's
0: a fair argument to be made there i i don't like it as a balls fan no because we went down there and absolutely you waxed that ass. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, but, I mean, it's hard to argue against we can't have a
2: college football playoff without I want to. I want to hear the logic. Go ahead.
1: So, a couple of things that are interesting. We mentioned this at the beginning of the year. This is a real possibility, y'all. Michigan loses to Ohio State badly. LSU beats Georgia. There's three SEC teams in the national championship playoffs. It's it's Tennessee, Georgia, and LSU, all three of them, if TCU also loses maybe this weekend to Baylor, whoever down, 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 the, down the line. That's becoming mm. a real clear possibility. And I don't like it either. I don't like the idea of somebody that that lost at home by four touchdowns, getting in over a team that's lost, that's uh lost one game. But and I listen to a lot of national people and they say there's no chance LSU jumps Tennessee. And I'm sitting here telling you it's gonna happen. Yeah, They're gonna cool. jump Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. They are one spot because this is supposed to be up to this. What have you done lately, right? Not what we think you're going to be doing. They're one spot behind Tennessee right now. And you're telling me Tennessee that would win South Carolina and Vandy and this other team would go on, go undefeated and then win the SEC championship against an undefeated Georgia wouldn't jump one spot? I I think it's. I I hear these people say there's no chance it happened. I think it's crazy. I think it's a 75% chance it would happen, although. I don't, I man. I don't know that they can beat Georgia.
0: I don't either, but I, I mean, it, it would be very interesting, exactly what you said, but the committee would never do it. Obviously, in my opinion, LSU beats Georgia, Ohio state waxes Michigan, Michigan falls out of the top. Then does LSU leapfrog Tennessee and TCU and go up to three. Then you have to figure out whether you want TCU or Tennessee in,
1: in that four spot. If they stay undefeated, you got to take TCU. But if they lose, I'm telling you, man, we're looking at an Alabama, not Alabama. Thank God. A Georgia, LSU, Tennessee final, which is crazy because I'm just looking at it. They're on the list. I mean, USC is not jumping. Alabama. I mean, they have Alabama over Clemson, and Alabama's lost two games and could have lost more than that.
0: Well, you mentioned USC, and they are just a little bit farther down this list in the seven spot. With one right, loss. Right You're above right. Alabama. Um, Me and Brad have been talking about this a lot. I just know this freaking committee is going to find a reason for a one loss USC team to find their way into this playoff somehow. I just don't have any faith that they would uh, show any restraint.
1: I, You know what? I think we're not going to have to worry about that. We can get into the podcast here in a a little bit and we can say why that's going to happen. I I don't know if you can scroll down on that, but the team that should be the most angry about this whole thing clemson? i believe they're ranked no it's fifth go to fifth. go to uh 13 where 13 north carolina.
2: north carolina no look I, I wrote right here it's like he read my damn mm-hmm. right here i put nine and one clemson question mark nine and one north carolina question mark i wanted to call them out too what do you think i mean i think clemson is fraudulent so i think they're ranked too high they're gonna play each other i know they are
0: i think that north carolina will whip that ass potentially I think North Carolina might be the real deal folks.
1: They stumbled into a quarterback and I don't understand. I still think it's CJ Stroud. I've been saying that in the, since the summer, but I don't understand why the Heisman fu- is it, is it Drake may quarterback for UNC 3,400 yards, 34 touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean, it's psychotic. Like, why are we not talking about this guy's being the favorite? I don't understand. Uh
2: I wanted to say I told you so, but I, that was a lucky guess in, in the ACC Coastal. <laughs> don't take uh, it. I was like, why not? Uh, then give me some Mac Brown. But uh, <laughs> congratulations to North Carolina with that. Uh, overall, we love chaos. That's what the ranking systems are for. They really yep. still don't mean much at this time because there's a yep. lot of football to be played. Sure,
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you why Ohio State or Michigan falls out of this if they lose because Tennessee all the sec teams uh, the, uh, if you add up the teams that they've played against they're all like you know won like 75% of their games with ohio state and michigan if you total up their win loss record of the teams the teams they've played they're not even at 500
0: yeah the the strength of record and strength of schedule is just not even comparing there's no comparison there's really not totally agree damn rankings again are they worth it? are they worth a damn tell us what you think about the rankings down there in the comments below what do you think did they did they get it right this time I
2: I don't know if they got it right or if even really matters right now. I'm going with the sit back and wait let's watch some more football we still got time speaking of of watching college football let's go to our college pick six Oh, boy. This one uh, <clears throat> will bring tears to the eyes of some on YouTube. Oh, boy. UT, about a three-touchdown favorite at South Carolina. The is coming off an all-time record 724 yards of offense. South Carolina just got their brains beat in by the Gators, causing some YouTubers to cry, change allegiances, and it shit is, all over their program. It is absolutely amazing
0: to watch. <laughs> I, you know, it makes me wonder, is this how we looked as Tennessee fans? I mean, we probably did. I mean, there's probably plenty of them that did it whenever we were having our uh, downward spiral that we endured. But uh, we got to uh, – I would like to think that we're not just fair weather fans. But uh, right now, South Carolina – by all measurable statistics, I think Spencer Rattler is. I think we can safely say a flop at this point. <laughs> I think he is has been overrated, and I think he walked into a situation that he just wasn't ready for. Because, I mean, South Carolina was already a dumpster fire walking in. So, um, I I, I don't know what else to say. South Carolina is not where um they're not the South Carolina team that needs to be in the SEC. I'll just say that.
1: No, and and I was going to save this as my last little bit, but Bradley you all opened the can of worms, so I'm just going to do it right now. Uh and you're right, Blake, we probably were jumping off the cliff some on the, on as Vols fans during those bad years, but you know why? Cuz traditionally we're good. And and these fans that are freaking out want to fire the coach, they're on the right trajectory. Last year, this team should have won like three games. I know they won seven. Incredibly lucky. We sat here and talked about it. That team wasn't good. We said it in the preview pod that South Carolina would be better this year but have less wins. You just are what you are, South Carolina. Since the inception of your program, outside of Steve Spurrier, you have one double-digit win since 1983. Before 1983, your program goes back to 1903. You know how many double-digit wins were in there? Zero, none. That just you just are what you are. Literally one double-digit winning season outside of Spurrier. So quit crying and moaning and just it is what you are. What you are. I mean,
0: as Newberry says, facts don't care about your feelings. Nope. Hope that didn't hurt your feelings there. Facts are. Uh, but, backs. but, I mean, it's the truth, though. I mean, I, I mean look, oh, sh- they thought they lucked into a quarterback with Spencer Rattler, and they thought it was going to take them farther than it really did. And I think everybody else probably saw that, but rose-colored glasses, right?
2: There's a lot of heat on the coach already. They're looking for I mean, someone to on, place this man. blame on. It's way too early I mean, to start talking about coaching changes. Take it in from South a couple of
0: Tennessee fans way here. Too early. You don't want to go down no. this road to starting a coaching no. carousel, particularly at a college like like you like South Carolina. Uh, look, you need. I think I think Beamer's probably got a chance to make the program better. I don't I mean it's. I don't think South Carolina is ever going to rise to prominence or anything nationally, but. Uh, I think they need to stick with what they got try to ride it out.
1: I like Beamer, and they're not like they're just tanking. They're the 15th in the recruiting class nationally next year. I mean, that's respectable from uh, South Carolina. That's really good. Yeah,
0: I would agree. But so as far know, your as- role.
2: know your role.
0: That's
2: what I'm saying. So we know a lot of strange things have happened when this UT-South <laughs> Carolina matchup over the years. I mean, there's been plenty of examples that you two know of. hmm The Vols are ready to win in SEC East. They're ready to represent in Atlanta, and then they stumble. I say this does not happen this year. Vols, 48 to 20. They get it done.
0: Yeah, I think this year is a little bit – actually, it's a lot different. This is – I mean, with college football, you can't – it's not like the NFL. You can't really establish an identity year over year. You have to look year every single year because uh, you're going to have new kids in the program. You're going to have kids that leave. Um, and I think this particular group of kids are out for blood. Uh, we saw evidence of that at the end of the Missouri game, whenever they ran a touchdown in with 32 seconds left, they're going to run this score up on everybody's ass and they're going to continue it here with South Carolina. I mean, this is going to pick a score here. I think this is, a, I think this is a four touchdown game.
1: Yeah, I don't even have anything super deep on this. South Carolina is not dreadful against the pass. It's literally the best thing they're at. They're in the top 30. But when it comes to stopping the run, South Carolina is out top, outside the top 110. They yes. give up 192 yards per game on the ground. And if you haven't watched Tennessee lately, they like to run it. How does South Carolina beat you, you may ask. The answer is they don't. They suck at everything. it <laughs> through everything on offense that they do, and the best thing that they have and I took out efficiency because that would have made it worse. The best thing they have in offense is passing, actually, and they're rated 68th. I mean, so maybe they do something there. Uh, South Carolina is going to give up first downs for free because Gamecocks are 87th in penalties. The line is probably too high. If you look at power rankings, Vols should be favored by 16. But there is no way in hell that I am taking a team that is poten- not taking a team that's potentially going to the college football playoffs that needs to put on style points. Give me the Vols plus yep. the 21 plus the 42. I don't care.
2: I said that a lot last year with the Cincinnati thing <clears throat> that Cincinnati not only had to win, but they have to win, had to win big last year. The balls find themselves in the same spot. Yep. They gotta just mm-hmm. put it on people, folks. Yep. Before we get to this second game, we have breaking news. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Dee de- 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 de <laughs> live Lexington, Kentucky, Kroger Field. <clears throat> oh no. Everybody okay up there? They they giving away stuff in Kentucky ah. because they gave away a win. Yeah, they did. Or did they give dresses? Or did
0: Vandy just whip that ass? I'm. I, let me say something here. <laughs> daddy had a feeling. Is all I'm saying. As you know, from watching last year, sometimes Daddy has feelings. Sometimes it's indigestion. Sometimes it's a team that's not supposed to win that sneaks up on somebody's ass. But
2: in this Bay case, punked them, man. In there this case no
0: they went up there and just smacked him in the mouth. Mayo boy sucked ass again. He, I mean, what do you have, 106 yards or something like that passing? Absolutely terrible. They got beat by an inferior team on their own field. They should be ashamed of their self. Congratulations, Vandy. Anchor the f- down.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Four seasons on the win. I'm going to pat myself on the back. And you're right. They just beat him. I mean, I, I tweeted out some stats about this. On Vanderbilt had a 100% success rate when passing on first down. So what that means, you have to get half the yard. So if it's first and 10, it's a successful down if you get five. And Vandy, when passing on first down, got that 100% of the time. Wow. Kentucky, with the number two draft pick, got it 25% of the time. On second down, 17. On third down, 14% of the time. It just, when it mattered – They just weren't good. I mean, they just absolutely, they just beat them. They just beat Kentucky.
2: Chris Rodriguez stands out as a a stud, but everything else was blah. I mean, I don't
1: think he
0: gets enough credit for what he does for that team. For whatever reason, Levis seems to be getting all of the attention, and I don't want to hear any more of it. I will hear no more of this Kentucky bullshit, because that's exactly what it is. It's just absolute bullshit to have to listen to. Kentucky, go play basketball. Sometimes you're okay, but you know, lately you've had a little trouble winning in the SEC. Uh, but I don't know. I don't see Will Levis in, in his draft. His draft, I don't see why he has his standing in the draft uh at the moment. I, I don't get it.
2: Because the Colts like him. Yeah, well, the Colts go can ahead, take him. him. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely have him. But but Brad, looking at this game that they have coming up, mm. this Vandy team. Is less of an underdog against Florida than they were Kentucky. So you'd uh, be scared, right?
2: It. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Florida at Vandy, you're only laying two touchdowns here, 14 points. Uh, what does that say, man? I, we're talking about a Kentucky team that some thought, well, you know, how dare you predict six wins? How dare you only predict eight wins? This is a bowl championship type team, my ass.
0: I mean, look, we have all been there, particularly me and Parker, I'm sure, have been there where we just, you know, it's, it's always next year. Oh, we're going to be good. This <laughs> yeah. We're going to get them this year. Look, I mean, you got you got to be logical here. We, we try to look through pretty logical lenses when we look at these games, when we look at teams for our preview shows. I, I don't mean to t- say I told you so, but I f- told you so, okay? Every single one of us on this panel tried to tell you this is – I don't know where the 10-win stuff came from for Vandy. I mean, not Vandy, excuse Kentucky. Me, Kentucky. But We weren't even disrespecting them with our picks. We no. were just
2: giving a, an educated guess of where yeah. they might fall.
0: I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and lo and behold. There they at, are. Look look where they are. I mean, maybe they'll go to the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh, I hope so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be short on this one, man. The Gators are finally <laughs> taking away the ball on defense. Um I've got eight – they've taken away the ball eight times compared to giving up the ball one time over the last three games. Richardson has gone four straight games without a pick. Run, <clears throat> run, run, Florida 35-17.
0: Yeah, I think you said it best there. Run, run, run. They're finally taking the ball away on defense. Uh, I think that this um, this spells a lot of trouble for Vandy. Uh, I think if uh, they can continue this trend, it'll be a pretty ugly day for Vandy, and they'll be back down where they where they belong, quite frankly. Uh, I've got Florida in this one.
1: It sounds I, – I, I'm a broken record on some of these things. It's going to be exactly like it's been for Florida for the last three. Florida's 11th in rushing offense, just like y'all said, and Vandy is 89th in rushing defense. Simple as that. But what I turn to is Florida's 0-8 on the road as, hmm. a, as a favorite during the last eight games. Four of those, they straight-up lost by more than a touchdown. You have watched this game over the years and when the Florida Gators are used to being a great team and when they're not, man, this game is closer than it should have been over years. And I'm just afraid if you roll in there, the Gators aren't going to take it over like they, you know, just because this is the season. Do you, do they quit? I don't, I don't know. And I just know that Vandy can actually kind of run the ball. They're not amazing. Um, So they can do that against Florida. I think they're playing super hard for this coach, and just with a lot of running, I think it's going to tick-tock, tick-tock the clock, give me the points, and give me Vandy.
2: Woo! okay. I can see it. Come I, on. I think something to watch out for. What do I say about the NFL all the time, too? It's disciplined pass rush. If I see a bunch of flying Florida Gator linebackers, that, that quarterback could sneak out the back door and yeah. get a quick 20 for Vandy. Yeah. A disciplined it, pass rush. It's well, also it's also weird. They haven't been able to pass the ball all
1: year until Kentucky last week. That's how they won. The quarterback, I mean, he was good. He, I, I don't know where it came from. If he found something or that was an anomaly and it's just going to go back in the tank again. Last week, he could actually throw the ball.
0: I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, we don't have that many games left in the season, but uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think how the how this game goes is going to be kind of – telling on the future of the Florida Gators and how they go into the offseason uh with recruiting. It'll they got to that to magical
2: 6 wins. Yep. Yeah. Mark, we'll see. Yeah. They need to they need to add another one without I mean, a doubt right here.
0: I know. I would argue 6 wins doesn't mean
1: anything. Nah, not hardly it just anymore. doesn't.
2: No. B1G time. We didn't really find much sexy here, so we're going with Illinois at Michigan. Michigan about an 18 point favorite. It is a noon to kickoff 11 Central in Ann Arbor, of course, Michigan are they in a little look-ahead spot here? We'll discuss. I don't know. Illinois has lost back-to-back games. Can they hang here, Parker?
1: Not only do they lose back-to-back games, they lost back-to-back games both as a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Brett Bielema in the second year has it going in the right direction. The key on this, man, these defenses, they both hold their opposing offenses to 12 points a game, um, which is, I mean, what takes so take the under, right? Uh, first time Michigan's been 10-0 against the Harbaugh, and I – the, the thing that everyone can talk about in this game is Blake Coram, the running back for Michigan, as they should. He's fantastic. He's run for more than 1,300 yards. That's fourth in the country and 17 touchdowns. But guess what, y'all? Chase Browns for Illinois is first in college football with more than 1,400 yards. So they have got a, another. An, he got hurt last week. So we're hoping he plays this game. But um, they haven't seen anybody elite like this. And the running game of Illinois and their defense could keep them in this game.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I I think, is this a look-ahead spot? Yeah, maybe. Uh, What'd you say, 18? 18. Nah, that's too much for me. I'm going
1: with the Illini.
2: I'll tell you why. I'm going Illinois loses by 10, but they cover. Yeah, same thing.
1: I'll tell you right now, if this game is close, Michigan's going to cover. Because Harbaugh, when it's close, I'm not kidding you, last week, he didn't have to do anything. Could have needed it and kicked a field goal to cover by a point. I'm just telling you,
2: he oh, knows coach that looking <laughs> he, at
1: the square. they yeah, like let's get my backers because everybody, if all your boosters bet on you, right? Like, so mm-hmm. let's make them happy. This total is 40 and a half, and the line's 18. That's important. No, give me the points because that's just way too low of a total for that amount of variance. So just give me the give me the points in Illinois, and hopefully a win.
2: That'd be nice. Shake it up, shake it up. ACC time, we've got uh, NC State at Louisville, about a four-point favorite. Both teams coming off of losses last week. Which of these two teams is more likely to rebound is what I wrote. What about Malik? Is he okay? Right shoulder okay?
0: <sighs>
2: I don't I've got know. The same. I heard. Have you heard anything, Parker? I think they were on the way to covering against Clemson last week until he went out.
1: Yeah and we talked about that about yeah. about uh, and uh, it's the same thing here we don't know we, we you know it's college football they keep these things under wraps i got a whole thing I, I wrote about this and i but it just doesn't matter like i'll just straight say it if if malik plays they cover if and and if they if they if malik plays they win by 7 if not they just lose the game so that's pretty much all I got to it. I'm, I'm literally leaning that he plays and thought I was taking Louisville with this minus the points, but it is completely on that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, what's the number again? Four, four, four for NC state. I, I'll give you a
1: Louisville four minus four
0: favorite Louisville's four point favorite. Yep.
1: Mm. And think about this. The NC state offense doesn't match up well with Louisville's defense. Because NC State, right, we had high hopes for them, but all their guys got hurt. They've got freshman M.J. Morris back there. Look for him to be on his back because Louisville is second in the nation in sacks. So, I mean, welcome to the college football, freshman.
2: And I wrote down, Blake, if you're going back and forth between them two, I wrote down North, Car- or North Carolina State's loss to Boston College last <laughs> week. Which is terrible. Killer absolute momentum killer so do we think do we think they're gonna quit i think nc state won't quit i just think that they're just well maybe that just means quit i think these are kids and they just don't care sometimes they quit i'm going louisville minus four. you know y'all talk me into it i I think i'm going louisville too
0: i think that um look we all had a lot of high hopes for nc state this year but they just they just hadn't panned out so i'm going louisville
2: Best bet time. Uh, Parker, I'll let you start here. I think Blake's looking through the list. Doing it live, uh, did you identify, Doing <laughs> identify it live. Something that you love, and maybe you've already hinted at it this week.
1: Well, actually, I, I've got one here. I, I've shifted a couple of things around, and I, I'm going to go with something I texted you about. And last week I told you to take a certain service academy over Notre Dame, <laughs> and they easily covered. And the, <laughs> reason, the reason I said that is because – one thing, this, this spot right here, I want Navy plus 17 against UCF, so you can write that down. And this could be a san, a sandwich spot for Central Florida. they got a big game next week. But the big reason is this is kind of like my Tomlin spot. When a service academy is catching more than two touchdowns, it's just an automatic. They are 41 and 22 against the spread. So, hey, if it's above 14, take the service academy.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Hey, while you're looking, like I was throw this out there, the over/under for the Iowa Minnesota game is oh, thirty. No. is thirty-one points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I was looking
2: at the Iowa game. Run, run, run! Yeah, man, that game. Boy, it's, the Minnesota backs love to run too,
1: dude. It's the lowest total between two FBS teams in more than twenty years. <laughs>
2: I'll throw mine out there while you're finishing up. I'm gonna go ACC. <clears throat> I'm looking at Wake and Sam Hartman to absolutely blast Syracuse. Give me Wake 30 to 17 and they cover the 10-point spread.
0: All right, I've got 3 games written down Whoa. here that I have identified as possible seismic ac- activity within Daddy's chest cavity. <laughs> it could be angina. It could be, it could be indigestion. My god, it could just be, I don't know the hot dog ate earlier, but uh, all right, best bet. We're going to start here with best bet. Mm -hmm. We all are really disappointed in how Jimbo Fisher has done this year. This weekend, they are a 33 and a half point favorite over UMass. I predict they will continue to disappoint. (laughs) They will not cover this. I'm not really sure they can fucking cover. I don't think they can score 34 points.
2: So you're thinking, I'm 27 going,
0: to two. I'm going UMass will cover. Or excuse me, I'll take UMass. UMass in the plus whatever point plus 33 and a half. UMass
2: 33 and a half. <laughs> you suck. Um, uh, UMass is a. We talked about UMass earlier. Huh? Yeah,
1: we've we've we have. It, by the way, just to let you know the. Overall record for Texas A&M in covering games this year is 3-6-1. and one.
2: Whoa. There you go. This is the fun. <clears throat> I'll let you start. Maybe you're ready for a little underdoggy dog. Did you find a dog? I got two games written down here. oh he's going to have to pick. One of them could shake
0: the foundation mm. of the college football playoff picture. He didn't pick mine then. One of them could just shake the B1G up. I think I need y'all to go, because i got to put a little thought into this one here. I go, uh, yeah, go I'll ahead. go, because
2: mine doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> a, not a very sexy matter. game here. Um, I'm looking at Texas Tech at Iowa State. Iowa State has lost six of the last seven. Give me Texas Tech, just because.
1: That's yeah, all I, get. I didn't even see that one. I like that. There's so many. It's easy to miss. Um, I, all right, so what I hinted at earlier, I didn't want to talk about USC, because... USC is not going to win this game. UCLA should be favored by three and a half points. Instead, they're getting two and a half. USC has beat this many ranked teams all year. USC also just lost their star on offense, and Travis Dye was responsible for like 30% of their yards. Both defenses are garbage, but the biggest advantage in this game is for UCLA because USC has me playing linebacker and lineman to tackle these running backs. DTR and company are going to run for six to seven yards per play. And USC is also not having – is having turnover luck. Let it bounce UCLA's way this way. Just give me UCLA to win.
0: Chip. Kelly. Yeah. All right, here we go. You shaking
1: it up? Oh.
0: Everybody hold on tight. I'm going to tell you this. Tennessee fans have waited a long time for a year like this. We have not – We not, I don't think any of us expected it to be this way. But Wednesday morning, there will be a new team in the top four. And it will be the Tennessee Vols because TCU is going to fall to the Baylor Bears. Daddy has a damn feeling. We ain't got to worry about it no more, folks. <laughs> He's going to try to speak it into existence. Baylor Bears pulling the upset. Good happen.
1: It should happen. I have my alternate right here, Baylor, to win over TCU. Since I've been wrong for two straight weeks, so I had to get off of it.
2: My alternate was Vandy, oh,
1: <laughs> just to cover
2: both ends. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> you guaranteed to go one <laughs> <it>. of them. <laughs> that is such
2: bullshit. But no, oh, no. My god. Let's go to the the boys, the NFL. <laughs> We are Let's so full of shit. The paid oh professionals. Oh, God. Here we go. And it starts with tonight a little Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. We'll see if they'll, uh, the host will be happy with this matchup and not cuss about it. Live on air, Al Michaels. We've well got well to I didn't write much here, man, because I'll let you two talk about your feelings on uh, injuries. Your feelings on the quarterback, your feeling on your wide receivers, but I wrote this, and I'm—I know I'm premature, but I wrote. Look, the Titans run the ball. Green Bay struggles to stop them. <laughs> Give me the Titans plus three. Now, talk about injuries if you want. Quarterback, whatever you got on your mind.
0: Uh, so, this has kind of all the makings for me for a team for or excuse me for a game for the Titans to go in and make this game ugly. If they can get in there and make this ugly, make this dirty. I think Titans got this three points. Nah, Titans all the way. Here we go. Outright win.
1: Not only if they make this. Yeah, that's their game. They should make it dirty. Let's hope they do. And Bradley, you're right. Because everyone thought it was time for the king to feast weeks ago. Uh, 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 because the Titans have the fifth hardest strength of schedule remaining for wide receiver matchups in all the NFL. However, they have the third easiest for running backs. And that starts against the Packers, who have allowed the most rushing yards in the NFL since week four, over 150 a game. Also, Bradley's going to like this one, is a battle of the trims. Rodgers at home as a favorite of less than seven is 32 and 11 against the spread. However, Rabel is 19 and seven against the spread as an underdog. And you mentioned injuries, and they are tons of them. We are going to need this mini bye week that we're coming off after this game, win or lose, because Randy Bullock's out. Bud Dupree's out. Imani Hooker's out. Big Jeff, Elijah Molden, they're both questionables. We got Lambo in there kicking for us. Yes,
2: probably. I was about to say it. That- <laughs> Josh Lambo is back, and he has dropped his lawsuit against the Jags. He needs to just go straight after Urban Meyer.
1: Oh no, no, no! He got dismissed. I've read about this. He got dismissed yes. because of how he filed it. But he's going to file it again. Um, yeah. and he did it under a whistle blower lawsuit, and they're like, "Oh, you did it under the wrong thing. You got to refile this." Sorry,
2: Lambo, just kick the ball.
1: <laughs> I'm just hey, my theory of why they picked up Lambo for this, you know where Lambo's from? He's from Michigan. So I'm just thinking, like, they're like, all right, cold, wind.
2: Lambeau field tonight.
1: Yes. And his name. Yes, it's all
2: perfect. Walk off field goal. Do it. Walk off field goal. Really? I, mean, I don't in I, I just need you to lose by three. I don't
1: give a damn. Yes, we're going to win this game. And the reason that we're going to win this game is because the Titans are going to get to Rodgers. I'm tired of hearing about Dallas's defensive line. I'm tired of hearing about the Bills' defensive line. The Titans lead the league in pressures at 214 and only blitz at 14% of the time. To put that in perspective, the next closest in pressures is 19 lower. The Dolphins at 195. And the Dolphins have played an extra game. The Titans had a week off. I'm just telling you, Rodgers may not have time to pass it, and Titans likely into Frank Wright. Tom Brady and Foxborough are known for knocking off games that we shouldn't win. Let's kill this Packers team, because if we win this game, it's over.
0: I wish I had the, uh, the Elmo fire emoji right now.
2: <laughs> <That> <laughs> see, there may be some Elmo fire after this next game we talk about, because it's looking at <clears throat> your household. We're going to Dallas at... Minnesota, so Minnesota, they go to Buffalo, right? Everybody sees them win this uh, entertaining game, a game pleasurable for the eyes. They they somehow get this fumble, fumble snap from Josh Allen at the goal line and miraculously win this game. I've been saying Minnesota's fraudulent all year, and I'm not backing off of that. Parker, what are your thoughts before I give my pick?
1: I we sat here and talked about had luck ratings about how they were in the top two. This is what it's like to have a horseshoe up your butt. This last <laughs> these last few games, it, I mean, it happened. It just is what it is. If you go by uh, a football outsiders, which a lot of people use their metrics, it takes all this stuff into efficiency. Minnesota is sixteenth in the league. Dallas is fourth, and this is a a, a, pre- a pretty well known stat that a lot of people uses. So. Um, you're right. They're a little bit of a paper tiger and this Dallas D line should get back to looking like something special because Minnesota, when it comes to giving up pressures, they're one of the worst. And I'm just gonna sit here and say the, the key to this game is Minnesota's left tackle. He is the best left tackle in all of football. And he is likely out for this game. And Parsons Mm. is going
2: to feast. I wrote down. My quick thought was Dallas D line gets pressure. The Vikings don't give me Dallas minus one.
0: Yeah, I think this is where the little uh, honeymoon period comes to an end here. I'm going Dallas, and I don't want to have to sleep on the couch tonight.
1: Hey, and Vikings have also just won magical back-to-back road games, right? Like, this is a letdown spot. If we were not picking this game, this would be my best bet. Give me Dallas.
2: All right. We're looking at the <clears throat> Sunday night game now. Kansas City at the Chargers. Parker talked about it in AFC West preview pod the nation was going to have to look at a lot of AFC West teams games here's another one we get to see Mahomes again it feels like we see him every week Herbert his wide receivers are questionable again as we're recording this on a Thursday night I guess he's going to let Eckler run he's going to throw the ball to Eckler he's going to throw it to McKitty (laughs) my wife loves his name little tight end (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, both both quarterbacks' arms might fall off here. I think we might have
0: somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 to 130 passes thrown this.
2: We need to look at those props, little passing props.
0: I mean, there's going to be some attempts. Yeah, I, I mean, but I look at that. <laughs> it's hard for me not to not to pick KC here. Okay, I, I just feel like I feel like the Chargers just. They're just not ready to get over that hump yet.
2: <clears throat> I I hear Parker in my head saying, look, it's a divisional game. Take the points. So I'm taking the points. I'm, ta- I'm going with the underdog here to cover.
1: Well, I'm not even, I'll skip that line because my other ones are Mike Williams, yeah. Keenan Allen. I just got the alert like 30 seconds ago. They both were limited uh, participants in practice today. And everyone's talking about those as they should, but we need to look at the other side of the ball. McCole Hardman out for the chiefs. Cuju, out MBS yeah. probably out as well. I mean, they got a Kadarius Tony running around back there, and that's about it. I'm not going to go into the matchups unless you have a specific question, because to me, it's about the numbers, about the divisional game. This is when you fade Mahomes when he is a favorite of more than a field goal. He is 28 and 31 against the spread. He just they always give they give him too many points because he's so good. Earlier this year, try to wrap your head around this number for me. Earlier this year, the Chargers were plus three and a half in Kansas City. Now they're getting more than that at home. They were just getting 7 on the road without any receivers. I just don't get the line. Justin Herbert has covered every single game in his t- career when he has a dog by five or more and I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they, we think they are and the line is just too high. Give me give me the Chargers and some wild game that they win at the end but with you know a, a Hail mary from Justin Herbert.
0: <laughs> to I'm, McKinney. Yeah, I'm going KC. I think something stupid's going to happen in this game that's going to change
1: you know the momentum
0: of the game and it's going to kill los angeles's char- uh, uh, momentum so that's
2: when, what i'm going with with no jags games we're going to go with two best bets two best bets um, i'm going to start with the team coming off the bye harbaugh getting to play at home against a new quarterback from carolina have you heard tell, Guess me, who's tell back, me more back again it's tell baker mayfield coming back to trying to play against baltimore baltimore's defense is pretty stingy i'm gonna go baltimore minus 12 as one of my best bets
1: so so that ter- i mean i saw that and we were doing our picks i was like baltimore for one like i was terrified no nah,
2: yeah. i feel very good about that
1: um we have two of these, obviously. And I know the smart way on these props is to go under. But, again, unless it's something just obvious like that Zeke play, I can't do it. It's just no fun to hope a guy's terrible. But this one tonight feels stupid. And I'm going to Thursday Night Football, fellas. We're going to go back to the King. Derrick Henry is using the receiving game now. I don't know if people have been watching this. Like, he actually is targeted three or four times a game. His over under for receiving yards in tonight's game is 11 and a half. He's gone over that in five of nine games. And of two of those four, it didn't make sense for him to even pass. So really, there was two of them that he didn't get. That this is something that he just they target him with that little dump off pass. I just don't see how he
2: doesn't get eleven. Henry, more. twelve yards receiving. All right, <clears throat> doing it live. Folks. He's been scanning high and low. Doing it live. Low.
0: Doing it live. I'm looking at a couple games here, uh, and this is what I'm going to go with. There's one another one. Um. Uh, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm going back to the other one because I, I may switch that up. I'm going with this Bengals-Pittsburgh game here. Um, I'm looking at So Pittsburgh is plus four at the moment. Um, I'm going to bet they've on Tomlin.
2: They've got a great record with T.J. Watt. Uh, they proved I, it
0: again last week. I'm, I'm going with Tomlin here. I'm going with Tomlin. Going Pittsburgh plus four.
1: It only took me 11 weeks to get you on the
0: train on this one. It. You got it now, man. <laughs> you got
2: me. Well, I'm going to, since we have two best bets, I'm going to go to a prop. And uh, this will hit the household a little bit Ooh. here. But uh, my fantasy wide receiver, is over under for receiving yards is 94 and a half. Give me the over. I think it's another 100-yard day for Justin Jefferson receiving yards.
1: Dude, he just took over that game last week. He was incredible.
2: Now. Abs- gotta get time to throw the ball cousins i don't know man this that the dallas defensive line's gonna eat on sunday
1: they are but he's just gonna he's one of those guys that you can't take him out of the game script like you're gonna be getting crushed and cousins is gonna flip it up to him like and he's good enough to make something into it so anytime him over 90 something yards is probably a smart play since we picked that dallas game I just want to say how much I like that. That would be here if we didn't do that. But I'm going to go with a second prop, and that is going to be with Paris with two R's Campbell. We've got Matt Ryan back in the saddle there. I don't know, but this guy, man, they throw that ball like 40, 50 times a game when he's there, and he loves Paris Campbell. His over-under to me seems psychotic. It's 35 yards, and he has eclipsed that number in four of the last five games with Matt Ryan. It's as simple as that.
2: Got all right, it. he was an emergency pickup for my team this week. Since I've got all these people on the buy, <laughs> my yeah. God,
0: I can't believe I'm about to do this. You, did you need to say something, Parker? I'm no, no, no. I,
2: no, you're great.
0: I cannot believe I'm about to do this. I'm going J E T S mm-hmm. Jets, Jets, Jets. He's taking the three the and Pats. a half. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about this damn Jets team, but they just will not go away. I'm going with them. Over the Pats. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Maybe. We'll I, see. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. have a strong feeling either know. way. I don't have a
0: particularly strong <laughs> feeling about that one. No. They'll just wait until this category
2: when we have to try to figure out a straight-up underdog that's going to win in the NFL. I, I, I rolled a die, a single die, one through six. It landed on number six. I'm going with the Houston Texans. To get a straight up win this week behind rookie running back Damian Pierce. Boom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hope they do. Because they're not going to beat us for the division. Let's give them a few more wins so they have a worse draft pick. And I hey Blake, I'm just going to tell you, man, I, I'm just going to keep falling. I've done this like four times this year, and yep. it hit every single time. The Pitch. Steelers are at home <laughs> as underdogs. And on top of that, it's against the Bungles. Tomlin has been an underdog to the Bengals hmm. nine times, and he is straight seven <laughs> and two. There it is. It, Seven and two. Tomlin is 21 and 10 against the spread versus the Bengals. And as a home dog in general, Tomlin is now 14 and three against the spread and 13 and four straight up. EJ Watts out there, automatic hammer. They're they're just going to straight up win.
2: Will you double
0: dip? No, that was my dog. The Jets were my dog. I started, I let us off. I I said that Pitt was my best bet. No, you have two best bets this week. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, I get another one. <laughs> I get another one. I had another one. Where is it?
2: I put the Jets
0: as a best right. bet. Unless you want the Jets as your dog. Uh, yeah, I'm going Jets as my dog. Jets as the dog. And, and then I'm going to go, I'll get another best bet because I was looking at another one here. I'm going to say the Texans are going to are gonna cover that three points there. Houston. Uh, so I'm going Houston plus three for my other best bet.
2: Are you just picking on the commanders here? I am. I hate the commanders. I think they're pieces of shit. Uh, They got the big win, Parker, against Philly, but, eh, I mean, Philly was going to lose at some point, right?
1: I was hoping that they'd get to us undefeated. I really was.
0: Nah, fuck it.
1: They're not there. You weren't talking about a team that's not as good as they they look. We can have that conversation when we play them because they are not as good as they look.
0: That's our show. That is the the show. show. We appreciate you guys joining us tonight on DDS Sports Talk. Please, on your way out, go ahead down below. Help us out. Hit that like and subscribe button again Force, Comment down below. Tell us what you think about all of our picks. Follow us on all of your all of our social media rather: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at DDS Sports Talk. You can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Gentlemen, final thoughts.
1: Well, since I went South Carolina at the beginning, I'll just have to pivot. You just laid it out for me perfect, Bradley. Let's go to Philly and our good boy, A.J. Brown, with the best oh, thing that happened on Twitter. Yeah, as a poet, but this one's just going to be a stupid observation by him that he should have kept his mouth shut a few weeks ago. He's watching the Titans, and he tweeted out about how the receivers can't get any rese- uh, separation. Well, against Washington, like the team you just brought up, he went one for seven. And Titans fans and other people outside of that lit, I mean, trending on Twitter, lit him up. And let me just tell you, Mr. AJ, I delete all my tweets, went back to found that one, and it's gone. So go. it, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's in his head. It's it's in he it is in his head. I'm telling you, when it starts going bad up there, it's gonna get bad.
2: Mm. I've got absolutely. two, if you don't mind. Go for Both it. Both of these were too fun. Everyone loves snow and football. Adam Schefter tweeted forecast calling for snow totals three to six feet in Buffalo on Sunday, <laughs> including a possible thunder <clears throat> snow. That would be great. A thunder snow. That'd be great.
1: Well, they and they just they just shifted that game. Did they? To Detroit. Which oh, I'm they very did. yeah. They made, it official? they made it official like uh like no. right before we'd be sat down.
2: That's which a, I was so great, sad about. That's incredible. That's a great final thought. Okay, then my other one was Brandon. The Raiders (laughs) will not fire Josh McDaniels, and it is financial. They don't have the money to fire him. The team is, quote, cash poor and can't afford to fire McDaniels and then pay another coach. He will be the coach the rest of the year and next year. So enjoy your coach.
0: Wow. absolutely my final thought is about the university of virginia uh football players that got shot wanted to let everybody know that we are keeping in our thoughts and prayers keep it real out there guys keep it safe don't do anything stupid like this uh anyways dds sports talk thinking about you for sure but as always two-tone blue all the way Tonight. you guys be well